I'm Tim Brown, and you're tuned in to the Backyard Pet Talk with Shannon Riley Coiner podcast. Hi, Tim. It's so great to have you here today. I'm super excited about this topic. It's not a typical dog training topic, but I think it's something I work with so many fearful dogs, and I'm always educating veterinarians on how to help these fearful dogs and shelters and different things. So um, when I came across your company, I got really excited to talk to you more because it's a piece of that people don't always think about if you're not aware I know it's about music and I know music calms me and music helps me and um whether it's rock and roll or classical it just depends on my mood and what I need but obviously animals might not appreciate the same music I do um <laughs> but I wanted to just get kind of started on tell us how you started the fear free pet care music channel and and like just so the history about it yeah, we, we uh, have so many wonderful uh, veterinarians and animal hospitals using our service all across the country in the U.S. and Canada. Um, and we started uh, doing a program for Telephone on Hold back in 97. So we've been doing Easy on Hold is our on hold messaging company that includes Brandy Music, which is what we call our overhead background music service. So Easy on Hold works with veterinarians, but also businesses all over the world with all kinds of voiceovers and languages and introductions on the phone and prompts and cues and on hold marketing and so forth. So we've been doing that 25 years. The Brandy Music piece came along in 2016 because we really got interested in, we're all musical here. We all have musical backgrounds and we all wanted to share what we knew about music in curation. So we're a curation service. So a music service to me would be like an a Apple, you know, music or a Pandora that their, their mute, their idea is I'm going to give you a hundred million songs. I'm not even going to listen to them first to make sure that, that the <laughs> lyrics are clean. Right? So, <laughs> but what we do is curation. So, so we have 75 unique channels of music. And each one is specially curated to deliver a particular cohesive feeling. And that might be nostalgic. It might be contemporary. It might be up-tempo. It's so many different little nuances between the channels. So you have, uh, you have a group of urban, a group of pop, rock, a group of jazz, a group of instrumental. And we even have specially curated for contact centers. Right. So those larger companies and enterprises. And we also make the software that the larger enterprises use. So we're Cisco certified. Uh, we're a Cisco solutions partner. We're a Genesis solutions partner. And we have uh, special solutions for Broadsoft and Nextiva and many, many of the different types of telephone uh, systems. So what we're doing for unified communications is building software and content. Now, all of that to say, part of our endeavor into the music service with all those channels we really had a missing element and that was well researched music for the clinical pet environment mm -hmm. because so many of our customers using our hold music and messaging are the vets right remember in covid we had to tell instruct people while they called and waited Here's how we're going to do it. We'll wait in your car, please. We'll come out. We'll get your pet. 
Well, you know what I mean? That, yes. That yes. was really important. And people were calling because they didn't know what, what was going on at the yeah. time. Are you even seeing patients anymore? Um, and then, of course, the rest of the time, for those peak times when you have to put somebody on hold, it's yes. really important to tell them about the services that you have. Maybe you're offering acupuncture now. Maybe you've added a new uh, service. Perhaps you have uh, a new member of your team. You have a special food uh, subscription program that you want to offer. Mm -hmm. um, what a farms, great way of doing boarding. some marketing when they have to sit there anyway, and you can give them information, you know, like this might be beneficial for your pet or you, you know, um, that's a, yeah. It's, and I yeah. don't even think about how much time people are spending way more time on hold <laughs> now, yes. even, yeah. even post COVID because a lot of places don't have enough staff. So they're short staffed. Um, and These customers probably, yeah, were for the music service. And you probably could even put background music that was more calming because it was stressful for people to call the vet and wait on hold. So in between the announcements, I bet, you know, like which, you know, tempos and things to do that are more calming rather than getting them more, you know, hyped up or agitated. So, you know, we all probably know this music is very beneficial to people. Mm -hmm. Music helps lower blood pressure, heart rate lowers, uh, pro-social behaviors are promoted, tolerance for uncomfortable procedures mm -hmm. is increased. The music therapy, you've heard, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a whole industry. It's a beautiful industry. Uh, how about um, improvement in cognitive performance, the Mozart effect, reduced stress, improved memory? I mean, the list seems to go on and on about what music can do for people but what about our pets for sure what kind of music do you find that animals respond most to well we have to go to the research oh, um, yeah for sure it's being done it started really in the 90s i know some was done prior to that you don't really see studies prior to that that are quite dependable the first mm -hmm. peer-reviewed study was in 2002 Okay. And they actually used a lot of different varieties of music. Now, the rock music causes agitation in dogs. Yes. Some rock music causes agitation in people. For sure. <laughs> For sure. But a lot of the music did reduce stress for the animals. Dogs were first to be studied. 2012, you now get a new decade of studies here. The Colorado State University study shows kennel to dogs, particularly yes. responding. Yes. Um, sheltered dogs. 2016, uh, uh, cats were added. And, and in the surgical theater, cats were actually able to receive uh, lower doses of anesthetic. Oh, because wow. The music was very, very beneficial. Um, now, wow. the, have you heard of the Animal Rescue or the Rescue Animal MP3 Project? I haven't it's heard of that project. Really no. interesting. It's a nonprofit group okay. and they provide music in shelters. I, heard, I know that they've been using music in shelters more ever since, um, you know, in yeah. the early 2000s. You know, I yeah, you can look them up about it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're called Animal Rescue Animal MP3 Project, and they report a 58 percent uh, improvement in, you know, in other words, if they took it's more than half of the animals mm -hmm. respond in a reduction of stress. And that's significant. For sure. um, and then um, the periodical, the companion animal psychology had a survey. And the fact is that most of our animals do show signs of stress when visiting a vet. Mm -hmm. This is what you touched on when you got interested in fear free. 
Mm-hmm. And that was some time ago, I take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since it was started. Oh gosh. It's I, early 2000s. I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff for Fear Free for a really long, and even before we even con- had came up with the conception because I've been involved with the behavior veterinarians and veterinary technicians that are behavior specialists. So it is something that we saw. And I remember we spoke a little before about Through a Dog's Ear came out and I remember going, I went to a conference going, wow, I never even put together how music could calm them down. So yeah, it's been something that we've known for a little while, but it's getting, making it accessible for veterinarians and it's making accessible, um, you know, the right music accessible, you know, not that they're just playing whatever it's got, you've got to have the right music. And I do think it's fascinating that the cats needed less anesthetic in order during with music and never this is the first time in my head, my brain's a little boggled, never thought about putting it in the surgery suite, always yeah. thought about the lobby and the exam rooms and the yeah. treatment room, but never thought of the benefit in the surgery suite. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, doctors, doctors use music all the time and, you know, human surgery. Right. Um, but at, when we're finding where the connection is, when, when we hear soft, calming music, it, it affects us. And the studies all seem to show that music and mostly the calming kind of music has an effect of some kind on a majority of pets. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean every pet's going to react the same and it doesn't mean it's going to like turning on a light bulb, but it is an improvement for both people and pets to have the environment with this aspect, this quality added to it. So our music is instrumental. Okay. That's what I was just going to ask you. What kind of music have you found or with the studies you've seen are most beneficial for animals, dogs, and other species? Now, some of the studies are done with vocal music. We just don't want to go there in this channel. We want to pinpoint focus. Okay. So it's we want to differentiate, differentiate this channel of music from other channels that already have soft vocal music so with our service you could mix that in if you wanted to but this is purely soft instrumental it's very calming it's often classical Mm -hmm. Uh, it we use lower to middle sound frequencies we don't want too wide of a range of frequencies we don't want too much busyness you know sometimes pianos can be very percussive yes piano is a percussion instrument yeah you don't want too much of that so we look for sustained notes okay so there are some things that we we don't want in there we don't want anything that we confused as a footstep a slamming door thunder trap, oh, yes right yes so you'll you'll not find a lot of percussive sounds uh, some studies showed uh, results with light pop some mm-hmm. with some light reggae Okay. It's okay to experiment a little bit, but for our service, we want to focus on that specific because in a, in a clinical setting, there's not a long-term exposure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we want to get right to it. (laughs) Hopefully they're not there all the time, you know, with lots of long-term. If you're in your office, you want to play and our service works with Alexa as well. Okay. If you had an Alexa speaker in the, in, you know, in your office where you had staff and they wanted to hear a different channel, you could easily set that up. Oh, that's very cool. That is, yeah. Different kind of music in the lobby. So that's, that's Uh fine. Um, So uh, I would like to talk briefly about habituation because. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Talk about the, using the service in a clinical setting 
and the, the exposure is not long term. But there have been studies showing over time a reduction in effectiveness can occur. Seven to eight days, you know, day in and day out is likely going to be cause for habituation. So what we want to see uh, if you're, for example, talking about how to maximize the use of music at home, think about changing the music tempo or taking breaks at certain times of the day. Mm -hmm. And I can always tell you about some of my personal experiences about how we, how we use this in, in our home. Mm -hmm. um, but this is a, a business service. Yeah. So I want to be very specific about that. Oh, yes. Yeah. But I do think it's very it's, um, habituation. I mean, if you think about us, if we have the same music playing in our background all the time, you know, you kind of don't hear it anymore. You know, it's just, it's just background and you don't hear it where, you know, when it's always changing. Um, and, and people don't think about that, but our animals get habituated to lots of things, not yep. just this music. I mean, lot, their environment, I mean, that's what gets them over some stressful things. If they hear a jackhammer for, you know, a month straight there, they won't be scared of it eventually, but, um, but we, in the positive, like we don't also want their music to be, we want their music to continue to help them not just become um, diluted and not important right. anymore. But know that it's days, not hours. Yes, right? yes, so yes. So if you're in a clinical setting, you're, you're not going to have this. Uh... Now, again, um, I do encourage experimentation. Mm -hmm. That's why we separated this particular channel so that it's different from the other channels. It's not a mix. Okay. It's very specifically instrumental, calming, middle to lower frequencies, sustained notes. Yeah. Uh, so. And it's carefully, carefully curated. Again, that's what we do. We research, <laughs> we find, locate, and then we license. We make sure that it's an accessible stream of audio, constantly being updated, being monitored. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a professional service. Now, and because you're obviously now in bed hospitals, like you said, around the United States and Canada, have the, um, what benefits have people said to you? Like, what are some testimonials you've heard? Or, you know, what are some of the benefits we you see with the pets? Yeah. You know, we, we, we think as our humans, and because I train with people and I'm teaching people all the time, you know, our perception of what this is going to do and reality may or may not always be the same, you know? So we may perceive, oh, the music's going to make them. So they love going to the vet and it's yeah. the best experience they've ever had. And, but in the reality, it might not be that extreme, but it may make them decreased heart rate, decreased respiratory rate, you know, decreased blood pressure. Like you said, the cat's not needing as high of a level of anesthetic. Yeah. What are some things that you've been, that people report or that yeah. you've seen in studies? As, as, a, as a music service, we're not, measuring okay mm -hmm. so we're not in the clinic but what we are doing is first of all we have to make this system easy to implement mm -hmm. um, because vets are busy enough and staff is busy enough um, all the professionals have other things to do other than be a dj and you know <laughs> set up the music so it's very easy to implement as i said you can use you can use the alexa device mm -hmm. or you can use one of our devices um, it has to be effective. So the curation continues to be more and more refined. Um, it has to uh, be legal. So we have to pay all of the fees to the performance rights organizations. 
all the fees to sound exchange, which covers the recordings themselves. There, there is the legal licensing part of this solution that people need us to handle. You can't just go out and buy a CD and play it in your business. That is a performance of the music. You can't just uh, turn on an internet radio station or your personal version of Pandora. Those are not allowed uh, legally because it's, it's a performance of the music. So that's part of our service. And so that's a big part of what we solve. So we always, we are always appreciated for, for all of that, but mainly when we're seeing the studies, and I wish we had more more recent studies, right? Yes. But, um, it's it's more and more encouraging because they're increasing in frequency. Recently, uh, National Institutes of Health uh, committed in the last, uh, I think it was about four years ago, they committed to ongoing research of music in humans. So remember, it's a fairly new field. So we've got, we're going to see more studies in humans than animals going, you know, forward, but we're going to see several studies in animals. Um, now, interestingly, we're now to the point where we know that we're going to get a benefit and the veterinarians have told us about less barking. That's one of the most obvious things you can look at. Let's try to reduce barking. Um, the shelters, definitely, we've seen videos, more than one, of shelter animals even going right to their bed. Wow. I'm standing. Yeah. So some of the studies are measuring standing to sitting to lying down. Okay. And so that's one of the behaviors to look for. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and so number one, barking, that's your upper level of first thing you want to see less barking. Mm -hmm. And you'll see... Um, less pacing and standing. Okay. Yeah. And, and because dogs are all body language. I mean, we can't ask them, how yeah. are you feeling? Do you yeah. feel more relaxed? We have to observe how their behavior changes due yeah. to the yeah. new stimulus. That's great. There was one study that went so far as, to, uh, you know, trying to track hormonal mm -hmm. differences. And uh, that's, that's fascinating, but it's something our, our service can't do. But what we can do is follow the, the research as far as which music is working the best. Um, so those are the behaviors that we've heard about, that we've read about, that we would hope to see. Um, and uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to do a study of our own with some of our clients. We're just not to that point yet. Yeah. Uh, but I think the idea of this is starting to catch on. It's, I think we're still at the momentum gathering stage. I for sure, that's partly why when I saw your company, um, you know, like I said, I know that there's, it's on people personally use YouTube now or through a dog's ear or different things personally. And so when I saw there was a, your business that you were now like, okay, let's make this even, you know, we tell veterinarians in the fear-free community, put this music on in the background. But like you said, vets are busy. They're not DJs. Staff is crazy. Like they don't have time to manage the music and make sure it's appropriate. Like that you know, ACDC doesn't come on, you know, right when a dog is being restrained or, you know, Led Zeppelin or something like they have and, to. And people, your yeah. people want it. Your people enjoy the music. Yeah. It's nice to come to a calming place. Um, we even have we have a channel of music called Luxury Lounge um, because it's kind of based on electronica, but it's it's a it's also known as Deep House. And what this is, it's got long sustained notes 
but it also has a very light synthetic beat. Okay. And every so often the beat stops. Uh-huh. And then it starts again. Uh-huh. And your brain wakes up. Because mm-hmm. something has changed. Yes. See? So that's good study music. Because yes. you're relaxed, but you're alert. That is so funny you should say that because I just had a flashback from my sophomore year in high school. (laughs) Um, I was in world history. This is and Mr. Norberg taught us to play music in the background while we studied because it could help us, you know, retain the information. I totally forgot about that until you just said this. And um, I used it. I didn't, you know, and it does really help. It keeps you awake if you're really studying. And the way my brain works, because I um, pair things, my brain connects things a lot. So sometimes I will study something, like say I was studying biology and I was listening to, I might've been in the, in the you know, 90s, 80s, I might've been, whatever I was listening to in the 80s. <laughs> but when I go to the study, when I go to do the test, sometimes I hear in my head, the music that I studied with, and then it helps me recall the information. And um, all that stuff is super fascinating, but I totally forgot all about that until you just said that. But I think you're right. I think this music world is just starting. Like we are talking about the benefits, but people need to still take that next step forward and like use what we're learning. And that's what you're doing. You're making it accessible to veterinarians. Interesting about how about plants? Okay, so garden centers are using our service. Okay. With soft music and just a variety of music, of course, for customers. But plants, that's another study that's been going on ever since The Secret Life of Plants came out, what, in the uh, 70s? Uh-huh. So, so that's, you know, who knows where, where this is going to go. Uh, they've tried it on different, by the way, it's not just dogs and cats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cows. Okay. Cows in one study produced 3% more milk oh my gosh from listening to music wow now birds animals that make music turns out their brains react to music very very similarly to humans oh if you've ever seen those videos of the birds cockatoos and oh, yeah, the yeah. parakeets dancing to the music and and everybody thinks they're trained to do that and because i've worked with birds extensively in zoos oh, and have stuff, you They're not trained to do that. I mean, that's just a natural behavior that we reinforce because, you know, so that they do it more, but it's not a, it's not necessarily, you don't like lure them back and forth to get that beat. And it's amazing how they do pick up the beats on that. Birds are very, very adept uh, at the music. Um, Monkeys, not so much. Mm -hmm. Monkeys, for some reason, fairly, uh, in at least the study I saw, it, it was kind of indifference. Mm-hmm. Uh, now fish fish were trained to recognize bach wow over stravinsky oh, so so they rewarded the fish mm-hmm. when when bach played and the fish did a reward rewardable behavior the fish was rewarded mm-hmm. and they played stravinsky no reward <laughs> and so they learned and yeah. the fish learned to behave or respond when a particular composer that's amazing so there shows some discernment between sounds sounds, yeah right so we have to continue to do our research and learn about the frequencies the sounds the tempos and incorporate that uh, into our service 
I think that, and I, it's just gonna. I think that you, what you are doing now, only has the potential to grow, only because things are finally changing so much for animals. Like you know, they're not just property anymore. They're not just you know, they're like our family members, and we're realize they experience stress and anxiety and these things. And you know, because I've been a vet tech since the nineties, and you know, when I was a vet tech. I already was doing fear free because I was learning about it, not knowing what I was getting into totally just intuitively, but it was still taught, you know, pin that dog down, get her done. You know, let's do like, no, the faster, the better. We don't care what stress it's only for a minute, you know, but the long-term stress that we now see. So it's, I love how it's changing and I can only see the, this service going further. And like you said, with rescues, um, I'm doing some helping the uh, local humane society revamp because it's old school. I mean, it's built in the fifties probably, you know, I mean, it's the old school they're getting rebuilt. And so I've been talking to the director about this kind of stuff of like, you have to retrain your brain and not try to fit in the old school box. We have to create a new box um, and, or think outside the box. And this is right in that forward thinking. So, and you probably do have, do you have a lot of rescues um, and boarding facilities or is it mostly veterinarians right now that are your- Right now it's veterinarians and okay. that's because we're a business music service. They're the mm -hmm. ones that need the licensing mm -hmm. and the licensing is a very big piece of what we provide. Um, they need it to be properly covered so that they're not in violation of it. And some businesses have even received that, we call it the letter. It's when the one of the like ASCAP or BMI sends you a letter and says, we noticed that you are playing our music in your business. Please send us a bunch of money. <laughs> and uh, we get calls from people that say, hey, I got a letter. Do I really have to pay? And I'm like, we well, have to pay either them or us or yeah. someone similar, but somebody has to pay. The using music in your business or photographs or videos, right? Mm, it's yeah. not free. Exactly. I mean, I wrote a book. Popular. I don't want somebody using my book for free. You know, I mean, it took time to create that, you know, people write music there. It's their career or create videos or like we shared before a lot of the pictures that I use on my website, they purchased the license to use it because someone else took that picture. They should deserve the credit for that creativity. Yeah. It gets royalties and we didn't mm -hmm. set up the system. We just have to abide by it. Totally. But so, you help everybody follow the rules. And okay. sometimes it's hard when there's lots of rules and org laws. And it's when you're a veterinarian, you don't really care about the licensing law. I mean, you 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 care about it because you want to follow it, but you don't want to have to learn all the loopholes. Just pay somebody else to take care of that for you. That's right. And mm -hmm. and uh, and some of our depending on the facility locations and so on, thirty five dollars a month. Oh, it's, wow. It's not, it's not a high cost service. Yes. Um, and uh, with that, they can change channels, mix channels, blend different channels. So it's a very user-friendly service and yeah, it's all yeah. inclusive. And we even do free trials. Okay. So if it's something you'd like to try, uh, like I said, the, the Amazon Alexa is a very inexpensive way to try it. Um, or just, we can give you a login and let you play it, you know, maybe mm -hmm. from the internet for a little while as a test. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a more permanent uh, professional sound system, we have a box uh, that we can include in the, in the license that will receive the stream and also stay connected and report back to our servers and, and all that high-end streaming stuff. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but that's strictly, you know, a business. Yes. What we've learned, though, I think can be shared. I think you can share this with your audience. Mm -hmm. That is not a business. Those that are a business, can't, please contact me. Those that are not. Yeah. What can we do at home? My son saved a really cute dog. It was one of those, one of those adopted dog days. Okay. Uh oh. Those and are the dangerous days. Those are the days you didn't go shopping for a dog. Love at first sight. Dog. <laughs> love at first sight. This little dog is named Tesla. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and sometimes Tesla stays at our house. Mm -hmm. And so when stress is likely, like separation. Mm -hmm. You're leaving. That's a good point. Um, Tesla sometimes has trouble as a puppy transitioning from playtime to kennel time or rest. Mm -hmm. time. And so we try to use music for transitions. Mm -hmm. After a long walk is a really good time for music, right? Because hopefully mm -hmm. you've, you've, because all dogs have to have to get out and smell, 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 walk, walk, walk. But mm -hmm. when, when you've done that, the music is really helpful. And then, you know, something I just thought about is there are studies that show that sleeping after training um, helps them retain what they learned in their training session. Um, and this would be a great way, as I'm thinking of some of my clients who have dogs that are anxious or that they have, you know, they have a hard time with that transition from, you know, something, um, even if they did a walk and some training and then put the music on, you're not only helping them relax and doing that transition, but they could now that they're sleeping or resting, they're retaining what they train. So it could be like a compounded positive effect. Right. Um, yeah. So changing the environment has something to do with changing behaviors, mm -hmm. of course. Yes. And, and, and the environment is not just sight, it's sound. Yes. Yes. And, and like smell. you mentioned, smell too. Yeah. Is that, I mean, and the people kind of, I think as humans, sometimes we forget, we tune out so much that we, cause we hear so much, you know, we hear people talking to us all the time. We tune out, we don't recognize how there are little sounds that can be annoying or, and we don't have the smell even close to what a dog can smell, you know? Um, and all of that stuff, people kind of tune out, but it really is important to our animals. Like those little things are, the environment is such a big thing that people don't recognize it all the time. Music is a, we use it in restaurants for sound masking. Uh -huh. We use it in financial institutions, banks and credit unions as sound masking. We don't want certain sensitive conversation to be revealed. Uh -huh. We don't want certain sounds from the kitchen, uh -huh. clanking of dishes, et cetera, to come through uh -huh. uh, at a bar. Uh, uh -huh. There's a lot more noise. Yes. So music is always present. And at home, if you, or, or, or at your, if you're, if your clinic is somewhere near uh, traffic or mm -hmm. something like that, the music is a sound masking tool as well. Uh -huh. So this is part of that change. Do you want to deaden the world noise, the footsteps and the slamming doors? Uh, and you, and you want to bring that into the background. And the best way to do that is introduce some music slightly further into the foreground. Mm -hmm. Play again, practice different volumes, practice different uh, times of day, use as much experimentation as you like. We know this is a tool that that is going to be continually useful mm -hmm. in especially the clinical setting. Obviously, uh, at home, you have a lot more flexibility uh, with your time. Mm -hmm. 
I just think this is so great. And it's something this conversation is whoever, whoever's listening will be able to think like, uh, if there are veterinarians, cause some veterinarians and staff will be listen and they might go, Oh, we should look into this for our clinic to help the pets, but also for, um, clients who are taking their pets places, it's something for them to start being more aware. And of when they walk into a vet hospital, like, because I'm sensitive, because I was a manager of vet hospital and stuff. If I walk in and this is certain odors, like I'm like, this is not clean. Like I, cause I was super strict about my cleanliness. I, I, I noticed these things. So odor is a big deal. Like I don't want it to stink. If I was going to smell like anything, I want it to smell like it's been disinfected, not urine or God knows what else, you know? And then, um, I want it to look clean, you know? So my visual, you know, if it's really like, if the floor is really dirty, there's flies everywhere, I'm going to have a visceral <laughs> response. And then, but, but I want people like that stuff that as humans, we kind of pay a little bit more attention to, cause we go, Oh, that stinks or, Oh, that's gross. But we oftentimes don't walk into a vet hospital and think, oh, this is really calming for my pet. Or we think, oh, this is, we don't even pay attention to what we hear. So this, I hope it makes people aware because then if people start saying to the vet, you know, it'd be really nice if, you know, you had this music playing or, you know, at home, I notice my dog calms down when I play X, Y, Z, you know, maybe it's something you should consider in your hospital because that's the way we get the hospitals to start getting into on board with this fear free. When fear free start, first started happening, there was a lot of backlash because old school vets were like, I don't want to paint my walls. I don't want to change what I've been doing for 30 years. I don't want this. The way that the change is happening now is because people are asking for it. So I have clients who say, Shannon, who are the closest fear free vets in our area? You know, do you know fear free vets? Because I have international friends that are behaviorists, you know, do you know anybody in this area? I'll have friends from New York, you know, do you know anybody who's fear free in New York? Check the website. I don't know. You yeah, know, well, um, it's thousands. Exactly. It's but it's tens only of thousands. because people are asking for it. Otherwise, if people were, and cause, and I know clients who say, well, I used to go to ABC vet, but now I go to XYZ because they got their fear free certification. They do this, they do that, they do that. So this is something as a business model, I hope the veterinarians see, but also the clients see it's something to ask for and how to help their pet at home with just realizing music. Cause I kind of feel like I sometimes preach and nobody listens about, you know, you need to play, like play some music for your stress dog. So um, I'm really excited to have had this conversation for so many different pockets that um, are still needing attention you know yeah. and the fear free program is great we have a great relationship with them we we are on the website we are part of the fear free movement and uh, we are very serious about this service i think it's great now before we sign off is there anything else you would like people to know that are listening well the uh think about what music you like to hear when you're stressed mm -hmm. And then think back to the, the statistic of uh, majority, that's 50% plus some of the animals that do experience stress. When, what is stress? Stress is anxiety. Stress leads to anxiety. So any stress reduction that you can think of that works for you is likely to have some positive effect on your pets. And uh, we would like to hear from you and tell us 
what's happening that you've noticed and be a part of this uh, this growing idea that is be- becoming so helpful, especially in clinical settings. We'd like to hear from clinicians and, and doctors. Um, we have a free trial and you can try it and maybe report back to us. We want to participate in how this is continuing to develop. And uh, again, as a curation service, we every particular piece that we select is is very, very particular in, in the way that it has a dozen or more different qualities that we have to find. So if you're a music producer, a music lover, you have some ideas, some suggestions, uh, we could incorporate that as well into our service. So we want to, at this point, we want to grow the service by reaching out to more people. So thank you, Shannon, because what, what you've done through this podcast is help us reach more people. Uh, and we can get, we can start that dialogue, continue the dialogue and grow the service. Um, and again, easyonhold.com, E-A-S-Y-O-N-H-O-L-D.com. And from there, you can find us. That is so great. And I just hope, I hope that in you know, a couple years, every vet hospital that you go to has incorporated, you know, all of these things, because that's what we want. We just want our pets to be happy. You know, that's ultimately as pet owners and pet professionals, we just want them to be no less stress, just live a happy life like we want for ourselves. So yeah, makes um, us happy. <laughs> Exactly. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really, really appreciate it. I'm super excited. I love everything we learned today. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. All right. We'll talk to you soon.